push the red button if you think you're ready. I'm always ready. Here goes. A new section called the ice cream scoop. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, always in podcast form. For those who don't have time to read, I'm your host, Kevin McCrary, and let's get started. As usual, it has been way too long, and as usual, I am very sorry, and this amazing Adventures in Odyssey podcast deserves more than that, so my apologies. But I'm back, and I have... For you today, the final chapter in me and in Garrett and I's Garrett and Mize Garrett and Me's in Garrett and Mine's awesome fun interview with Kimmy Robertson, and I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you guys today. Before we get going with that. I'm so excited because it is less than a week before the Adventures in Odyssey live show in Dallas, Texas. Do you know about the live show? Well, if you don't, Adventures in Odyssey is putting on this live show. I'm sure you've heard about it because it's everywhere having to do with Adventures in Odyssey. I am super pumped because I'm going. I'm taking my little sister. We're going to have an awesome time and we're going to meet up with Garrett Vandenberg there who I have never met face-to-face, and so we're actually going to meet face-to-face and probably put our faces together. Not in some weird sort of way, but in a normal, completely normal, two guys just touching their faces to each other. So I don't think I'm going to be able to videotape the actual live show, but my sister and I are going to chronicle our trip, and I apologize, there's a train in the background. I live in North Charleston now, and there are always trains everywhere. I don't have a super fancy studio here. That was something I should have thought about. So there's a train in the background. I live with it. Anyway, my sister and I are going to be chronicling our journey from South Carolina to Dallas, Texas, meeting Garrett Vandenberg, meeting Odyssey fans, meeting Ceiling Fan fans, meeting Scoopcast fans, meeting fans from everywhere. And if you're going to be there, I want to hang out with you. I can't wait to meet some of the actors. I can't wait to hang out with some of my old friends, and it's going to be great. So I'll be putting that video up as a Scoopcast episode. So there's at least one more episode we're going to do, right? So we're going to go ahead and jump right into the interview. I hope you guys enjoy. Talk to you later. Bye. So I have a question about your maybe style of voice acting. Like Katie Lee really likes to come in knowing nothing about the script so that she reacts to other characters. What do you do? I like to read it through once, just for the sake of time, because I'm a slow reader. Really? Although, yeah. I, I am. I'm, I'm a terrible reader, so that... He's a terrible writer, too. <laughs> well, sometimes people that read slowly remember. I mean, the reason we read so slowly is because we remember everything we've been reading. That's, that, no, that's not that's me, not no. A good one. I, I just okay. have dyslexia. I like to read through once, although I don't usually get the time to do that for more than a couple of scenes. But what I do do is once we go through it once, they always record the first read through. And then when I do it the second time, I look at the actor that I'm talking to and it's all true. And especially Katie and I, not very many voice actors look up from their scripts, but Katie and I like to look at each other. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more fun that way. Well, you guys have a unique opportunity with Odyssey because from what I understand, most cartoons, 
everything's recorded individually. Yeah, the movies, all of the animated features are, some of the cartoon shows are, but there is getting less and less. It's like being in an orchestra or in a band when you're all in the room together. Yeah. You know, it makes the energy so much neater, especially when someone cool walks in like David Selby. Yeah, it must be fun just kind of reuniting with people you've worked with in your past and not even knowing they're going to be there. Or people who you've seen on TV growing up. Yeah. That's really interesting. Like Andre Stoika, for example. All the, you know, he's the Keebler elf and all these cartoons and just... We will uh, wrap this up. Uh, Garrett, did you have any more questions specifically? Um, no, no, actually. I was I was trying to think of something that could be really interesting and cool to wrap it up, but I, I totally don't know anything else to ask. Yeah, we, we really botched that ending, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what's, what's your middle name? Gloria. Gloria. That is very interesting, and it relates to Odyssey a lot, too. You were talking, and we totally missed the singing performance. Oh, sorry. Just... Could you do that again? Gloria. That was fantastic. That, 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 <laughs> that was one? really good. All right. <laughs> In excelsis Deo. Okay, I just made up a song, because I don't re- no, remember the real tune. <laughs> I thought that was the real tune because I don't okay, remember. Okay, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah that was great. It sounds, <laughs> I felt like I was in chorus again. <laughs> well, I hope not because that was a fake, awful voice. My dog does not like when I do that voice. Do you sing? I it, do sing. Okay. Uh, have you <laughs> sung in a role before? No. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I think last year Odyssey did a Thanksgiving special where they everyone sang. It was it was the year but, before um, that, but you know she wasn't in Odyssey back then. That's right. Yeah, a little bit before. When I did Twin Peaks, we did a um, Twelve Days of Christmas, and each actor that they chose to be on that recording, we sang. And I remember it was in like the one key where I have no voice. <laughs> really? Oh. So the, everything I did just sounded so awful, and they said that's good. We want it to sound awful. So. <laughs> well, hey, maybe that was the end of my singing career. I need to find roles like that where uh, they need somebody to sound awful. <laughs> yeah, he's and, good at that. Uh, well, they need someone with no talent. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing but those kinds of roles everywhere. Well, I think is it connections? I don't know. I don't yes. think I've made the effort. Yes. You have to have connections mm-hmm. and. Remember them, and all the people that I've known in my life as an actor, which is over, that's about 30 years, if I had, you know, been more responsible and um, more socially active, I would have worked a lot more, like, you know, gone to parties and talked to people and it's a big responsibility, the social part of the acting business. Yeah. Even if I had 12 lives to do the same thing, I don't think I could ever do it the way you need to do it. It's exhausting. That's something that I've wondered. I'm not in the acting world, but being in broadcasting, there's a bit of networking that has to go on in order to get from one place to another. How do you do that the right way? Because 
it's nerve-wracking at times to go up to somebody who maybe you respect a lot and you don't want to be bothersome to somebody or you know what I mean like you don't want to annoy somebody but you also don't want to miss the opportunity yeah, yeah. to yeah, yeah. step up and because you may not get the chance again to meet Tom Cruise or to to work with right. you know somebody well, that's always in, in the situation don't let it pass you up and just be true to yourself and say whatever pops into your head and you're going to sound bumbling or you're going to sound all of a sudden brilliant. <laughs> you never know, but that will be the right thing, whatever it is you do, yeah. because you did something. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's the right thing. And it may not have anything to do with what happens next in your life, but it actually does because you moved the energy mm -hmm. forward. You put yourself out there Energy brings energy. Work brings yeah. work. Like if, if, even if you do look like, look like a bumbling idiot, maybe that's what they're looking for. And you're like, yes, I look like a bumbling idiot. Exactly. And that's, I got the part. Bumbling idiots are charming. Exactly. <laughs> if yes. you saw an absolutely gorgeous woman mm -hmm. standing in a bikini in a hallway, would you go up to her and say, may I help you? Are you asking if I would come up to you? <laughs> <laughs> the answer would be yes, of course. <laughs> But I'm not sure so, if I wouldn't anymore. Sorry. Hold on a second. I want to figure out what, what she's getting at. Um, I, so you're saying that it would be more difficult to go up to the more attractive, attractive. person yeah. because they'd be less approachable. Right, because they have so many people bothering them. They have to have a really prickly barrier. Mm. Keep the riffraff away. Like Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. What? what? No, not Garrett. That's the wrong. You trapped me into saying that. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. I didn't mean that, Garrett. Mean person? You know, a lot of times pretty women are handsome men if they're nice to people. People get the wrong idea sometimes, mm -hmm. and then they are all of a sudden, you know, think that you're dating. Yes. And... Well, that's what I thought when that's I first met why. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. I had to break it to Garrett that, look, dude. <laughs> I know I'm a, a princely, handsome-looking man, but... <sighs> no, you're right. Yeah, that's, what they, that's what they call the kids nowadays, right? Princely, handsome. Princely, uh, foxy, <laughs> I think. Um, well, that's the new, the new that's phrase, the foxy. <laughs> is it? Is that what the the kids are saying these days? Yeah. I think they were in 1968. Yes. <laughs> so um, I will ask this last question, even though you've kind of answered it. I'll go ahead and, and ask it. What advice would you give to somebody who's in their teens or, or younger and really wants to be a voice actor but doesn't know how? Well, what you did with the cassette player, like if you can record yourself. Mm-hmm. I would practice with that, like do whatever different kinds of voices. So in other words, practice if it's just your own voice or a bunch of different other sounding voices, do that. And then record yourself and send it off to a bunch of agents. And the way you find that out is by going online, Screen Actors Guild, voiceover agents. And then send them your recordings. I'm 12. I want to do this. And uh, here's my stuff. Okay. Wait, Garrett? Yeah? You from Canada? Yes, I am. I thought so. So he can legally drink. Yeah, I, no, actually, not <laughs> until next year. Oh, wait, maybe? 
I don't know. You haven't looked into actually, the rules. Actually, I did hear the other day that um, if I am on private property with someone over 18, I can drink. In Canada, you can be married and stuff, can't you, at like 14? In South Carolina, you can too, so... Yeah, South Carolina, yeah. I think it's 14 or 13 for a woman. Yeah, with your parents' permission. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've looked into it. okay I I have well thank you so much for coming on the show and letting us talk to you and for being so uh, casual with our discussion today that was an amazing time I'm so glad I had the opportunity to hang out with Kimmy Roberts over the phone obviously talk to her She is such a nice lady, and I really am so grateful that we got to talk, and hopefully I will get to at least shake her hand coming up this next week. And if I do, I'll be sure to get a picture and show you guys. Kimmy, thanks so much. That's the end of this episode of the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast. For more information about the Scoopcast or anything related to Adventures in Odyssey or the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, be sure to check out odysseyscoop.com and never be without the Odyssey Scoop. Are we, Are, we Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? No, no, we're not. Calm down, kids. Calm down. Hi, kids. Here, put in this Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, yes. Hi, this is Chris. Does this bring back memories? Well, it does for us. And that's why we created The Ceiling Fans, the biggest Adventures in Odyssey fan podcast in the world. Relive the fun with this satirical throwback to the greatest radio drama of all time. Ever wonder why Mr. Whitaker used to be so fat and then suddenly got skinny? Or why Connie Kendall never seems to age? Perhaps you've wondered why the kids never seem to pay for their ice cream at wit's end? Or how the town of Odyssey handles gang violence and drug problems? Find out the answers to these questions and much, much more on The Ceiling Fan. Plus, enjoy the fun adventures of Ethan Daniels, self-proclaimed biggest Odyssey fan, as he goes on a quest to find the real town of Odyssey, or tours the country with his Odyssey tribute band, McAllister Park. For more information, you can check out CeilingFanPodcast.com or search Ceiling Fan in your iTunes store. The Ceiling Fan, adventures in Odyssey like you've never heard it before.